It's a lack of compassion and empathy for someone else. Okay, see, you're saying that it's just people who lack the empathy, the empathy. and compassion and the understanding that not everyone has the same reality that you do. Maybe. I don't know. You said something about the, uh, the Karen topic. Well, I think the Karen is a pretty good place to start, and I wonder if... I think it's really funny, yeah. Where does the Karen come from? Does she creep out of a hole in the ground, marry a very mellow guy named Steve with no personality, and he runs... He basically gets railroaded every night by her, and then she goes and takes it out on the world. How does one I said railroaded, not railed. Watch yourself. Yeah, what's the I know where your head was going. Railroaded. Railroaded, as in, like, just pummels him. Oh. He's got no personality. He's got the personality of a wet spaghetti noodle. Maybe so. Do you think that's or why Karens are so angry? So, so is that what we're going to talk about? Why Karens are so angry? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I would say so. And Karens can come in any variety of of style. I'd say. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I I, I tend to like the first image that comes to my mind is like, you know, uh, the short bob haircut. Short bob haircut, blonde. Uh, no, she's not blonde. They are always brunettes. No, I because they're, they're spicier. You think? Yes. Mm, I don't know. I dare you to look up most Karens, and they are on the brown side of the color scale. Okay. All right. The blondes are too busy having fun. Maybe so. I think you might be a little biased there, buddy. What's your type? Blondes or brunettes? Maybe blondes. Ah, yeah. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> to be fair, I'm a brunette, so like, it's okay. Right. Hmm. I always found that weird. What? Right? Brunette. You call someone a brunette, it feels like a very feminine term. Sure. Like when you say that about a guy, you're like, it just doesn't, it doesn't like compute for me. It feels like the word is feminine. Hmm. And so when Maybe. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're a brunette. I'm thinking a brunette woman. I never think a brunette guy. I don't know if there's a way to say it properly for men. I don't know. Hmm. It just doesn't feel right. Is there a proper way? I don't know. I feel like I should Google it at some point. Maybe. My, friend's, then, my then, friend's recording. Where's yours? Okay. Brunette is the feminine term. Oh. For a male, it's brunette. What? Bro- yeah. Bronette? Br- like brunette. I think it's brunette. B-R-U-N-E-T. For a female, it's B-R-U-N-N-E-T-E. So it's brunette. I'm oh, sorry. B-R-U-N-E-T-T-E. I'm so confused. I know. Brunette is the masculine version of the popular diminutive form used to describe... Oh, so not brunette. Brunette. B-R-U-N-E-T. Bruh. Bruh. it. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So there is a difference. It just makes no sense. Hmm. I just say you have brown hair. Yeah. That's fair. Brown hair, don't care. Whoa, good one. That was fast. It was off the top of the dome. There's not much up here. No? Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. Dude, your short-term memory is dog shit. It's so bad. I used to think it was because... Um, you always blame it on like your meningitis that you got that meningitis or a lot of things going on. Um, I'm just slow. Like a two walnuts up here. Mm. Not much going on. No, no. Dang. Tough yeah, break. No, it's uh, realistic. It's because I have too many things going on at once. Yeah. My brain doesn't dedicate enough time to each one, and so short-term mm. things, there's no point in processing into long-term memory. But I like the walnuts theory. There's like one little hamster on the wheel, really running after that walnut. There's not much going yeah. on, and he's really trying hard to power this whole body. But he's just one hamster. Maybe so. Back to our talk about these brunette Karens. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know, man. Like sometimes, oh God, where does it stem from? I, I would, God, I, I mean, you can either go funny about it or you can be really serious about it. I think if you want to be serious about where it stems from, I think it's just literally just people that have not dealt with whatever trauma or whatever hurt they have and they are living their lives com- in complete belief that they are a victim in their life. In every situation, I, they're a victim. I disagree with part of that. Okay. I feel like most of your your theories start with unhealed pain. Why else would you be mean to other people like I that? Like, there's no I, genuine reason to I be mean. There is not a good genuine reason, but there is a genuine reason. I don't think it's unhealed pain. Okay. I think it's people that have simply lost touch with the reality. That there's other ways of living than just love, and that's not a hmm. place of healing that, that needs re- you know fixing. It's just that hey, I live my life in my own bubble. And I couldn't fathom that people live different lives. Hmm. And that's problematic. Right. Because then you start to fall into a place of entitlement. Wait, you don't live like me? And that's where the word like privilege really starts to stem from. Well, you're, you live a privileged life. Hmm. Yeah. Right. That's the argument for a person that doesn't have the understanding there's a broader spectrum of life than just their own. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I, th- I would say probably a combination. That's like the serious side of it. I think the funny side of it is probably like sometimes hog hole well maybe but like also just probably sometimes people that have maybe pushed that one a little too far because it was funny you know what i mean like for example um like you ever seen those guys that walk around you know wear the vests that say like you know shopping cart police they walk around and like they people who just shove their carts wherever like beside cars anywhere but the shopping cart return and they'll like throw a magnet, like a stick or something on their car that says like, hey, I basically I'm a freaking asshole because I didn't put my cart back. Yeah, and people serious. like get out of their cars furious. So they throw whatever. a magnet on their car that says I'm an asshole. Something like, yeah, but it, and then like they'll get out of the car, they'll tell them to get the hell away from them and they'll be like, okay, sorry, sorry. And then they'll egg them on, they'll throw another one on their car. That's like the not so serious side of like Karen's and where it stems from. I think sometimes it's just people that maybe take it, just push people a little too far behind their, their threshold, which I find hilarious because like put your shopping cart back, dude. Let let me tell you this. You, you can tell everything you need to know about a person and how much empathy they have and how much they care about others by common things. Like do they put their shopping cart back? Do they use their blinkers? Like why do you say that? Because we were talking about like before this, we we're talking about like empathy and like how people like Karen's lack empathy and, and perspective that other people live their lives differently or that other people just exist. Right. So you're saying the people that focus on doing tiny things that can make someone else's life a little easier. is probably pretty indicative of the kind of person you are. Yeah. Like, dude, it's just a blinker. It, it really inconveniences you zilch to turn on your blinker. Just let people know where you're going especially if you're trying to like make some of the maneuvers that are a little on the tight side, you know, I agree with that. Or I find, like I said, putting the shopping cart back, like, Oh, well there's people, that's their job. Well, yeah, that's their job. But like, why the fuck make it harder? You got it. You got your cart to get your groceries. You had the convenience of getting your groceries in a cart, not having to try to carry all of them at once. Put your cart. So here's a question for you on that one, right? There are people employed to put them back. Right. Okay. What if everyone put their carts back? No, not necessarily back. We put them in the shopping cart return. What if everyone put their shopping carts back as instructed? Would we be putting someone out of a job? No. How do you know? If that's their only job and everyone's doing it for him, 
the, he's the, unemployed their, now. Their job is to go to the shopping cart returns out in the parking lot, get them on that dolly, and put them back inside the store. Not go walk around the parking lot from one end to the other under the trees and the gravel on the edge of the parking lot where people have, you know, kind of shoved them over the curb. What if that isn't the case? Like Walmart, those yeah. outside trolleys areas, mm-hmm. that's where they're supposed to stick too. You grab a car from outside. You go. What if? Or what if everyone put him away inside? Oh God, would he be out of a job or she? I I think it's unrealistic to think that everybody would get on the same board and get on the same. But page what if it did that. happen? Nah, that's just that's way. You just got someone fired. That's way left field, man. You're not gonna collectively get all humans to agree to put their shopping carts back inside. Humans, the- humans of Earth, we have a new challenge for you. You're right. Everyone, put your shopping carts where they belong. Let's see if we can get someone unemployed. Hell yeah. We'll Venmo you $100 if you have video proof of this. Just one time-lapse video of Walmart where you've convinced everybody to put it back inside. Everyone, put your carts away. Oh, my God. What if someone does it? Like, great. I said $100. Bucks. Not, yeah. I said 100 not a million. Yeah. <laughs> People limit this to the first 10 videos. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. No. Hi. Our budget suddenly got really big. No. Okay. But, yeah, I think... It's a lack of empathy and understanding. Yeah, for sure. Now, I think that lack of empathy and understanding can stem to a lot of things more than just Karens, though. I think it's uh, okay. people we struggle to do that empathizing. Yeah. We're, we get lost in our bubble. Sometimes, yeah. Absolutely. God, I, 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 I've, I've done it. I can easily admit that I've done that in my life before, sure. I live in my bubble. I love this place. It's great up here. Yeah, that's fair. I've done that a lot lately. Because, um, man, like I just like these past couple of years... I've like dove so hard and like focused so much of my energy into myself, but like I've done it so much and I've worked on myself so much. I've been so like hell bent on just growing and like feeling better emotionally that I've had to kind of relearn how to allow for space for others in my life again. Yes. Including you. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. I've just, I've had to relearn that like friends, romantic potential romantic partners like i've really had to try hard to allow for that space because i've been in that bubble right and that bubble fortunately this time around has been like really healing and and it's been really productive and things like that it's not been like that bubble where you get in and you can't get out of your head and you're really anxious and you're really this and that but the fact remains i've still had to kind of try to make some changes here yeah put in some work man it's never ending never ending Life takes constant work. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired. You need a nap. Eternally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. I hate that. I actually kind of hate joking like that. What? Because you only get one life, right? Yeah. And it's a blip. Not even a blip on a radar. I don't even think it is, man. I think life <clears throat> is, is just so awesome and like it does not go by fast like everybody says it does. Here is a, This is a known fact. Um, your brain will use the same neuropathways to create memories when you do the same thing over and over again. So like that's why people say when you get older, the older you get, the faster time goes. Well, that's true because, one, you've been alive longer. So you've done a lot of the same things over and over again. Your brain's not going to recreate that memory with all new synapses to create that memory. It's going to use the same ones again. So when you do that, obviously, life's going to seem like it goes by faster and faster. So like... I'm not looking at it that way, but you're correct. Yeah. I'm looking at it that the average person gets 75 summers. Man, when you say it that way, God, I just feel like... 
Now I feel like I've lost a grip on my stability. <laughs> yeah. Now the I... average person gets 75 summers, right? Wow. And let's think about that. Those yeah. 75 summers, the first 13, useless, because you don't really remember too many of them. I, I remember all of my summers. Maybe. I, let's I remember a lot of my summers, mostly because every summer I used to break bones. Every summer. God, forever. I spent like a very large chunk of my youth in casts. I would say that at least my memory, though, starts at somewhere around 13, 14 years old. Like forever? Like, that's it? That's where it starts? Yeah, for the most part. You, you don't remember a lot of your childhood. You remember, like, the really good highlights, but your brain doesn't really need to save them. It's there for learning, right? Hmm. And then, let's say, your last few years, maybe the last five, six, so you've already lost, like, 18 of those summers that are not really that useful. Really? God, I have so many memories. Like, even just now, I have, like... I, I'm gonna be curious to see what my face looks like in the camera for this little segment because I, I went back a lot. Like I just went back in time very far. I believe it. And went through like a lot of memories very fast. I have like a few memories from my childhood, man, but they're hmm. not that important. I mean, they're great. I love them when I do remember them, but to me, they're not the things gonna get me to the next thing. They're there to remind me what being a child's like. But now I'm an adult. I have to focus yeah. on that. What an adult is like and. I can use some of those memories to empathize with children or when I have children uh, so I can give them the credibility they, 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 and respect they deserve, but that's it. That's all they're there for at this point. Hmm. And to remind me to like, don't put a fork in the electrical socket. Right. You only do that twice. Twice. What? Dang. I only learned hard lessons once, man. My gosh. Because all the ones that I learned the Not hard way. Not me. <laughs> all the ones I learned the hard way, buddy, I learned the hard way. That sucked. I think this conversation will be a lot more than just Karen's. It's yeah. about life now. Yeah, maybe so. The truth of the matter is, man, life is short. Yeah. Whether, no matter which way you slice it, life is short. Yeah. And the stuff you choose to do with it matters. Yeah. And so I was actually reading a, today. It was an unpopular opinion. And this, this guy posts on Instagram. He goes, hey, your, your boyfriend, girlfriend dating other people and doing what's best for them is not cheating versus your committed husband wife that's cheating unpopular opinion tell me what you think hmm his argument was if you're in a relationship with somebody and you're just dating them right not the biggest commitment in the world and if they do go and find someone else that's better fit for them you should be happy for them they're doing what they're supposed to be doing Whereas when you're in a committed relationship, being marriage, you've married them. You've made that commitment. I will no longer seek. I'm no longer on the, the butcher block marketplace. So that was an interesting one. Which, when you put it in the perspective of life is short, yeah. Oh, that one gets in the gut. I don't know, man. I, I think we get that feeling of life is short and that FOMO because we act like everything has to be one that everything has to be so permanent. Like I'm, I'm at a point now where I, I'm just happy to have people in my life for as long as they're meant to be there. And, um, my friend that told me that like the first time uh, my friend, Jenna, she kind of talked about that. Cause we we're just like talking about relationships and stuff like that. And, um, you know, like I've been in really serious relationships before I, I've been married before and, um, no part of the ring or that 
paper that said we were married or anything made that any more serious. So like, would I be any more or less happy for my partner to have found someone that's not me, that's better for them if we were dating versus if we were married? I don't really see much of the difference. And I, I just don't necessarily like, I think that that plays kind of a part of what makes life feel so short and make us feel like we have to race to get all of these like milestones of being married and get this house and have these kids. And like, cause we know we want kids, but like, Oh fuck life's so short. Life's so short. I'm, I'm 30. I'm 28. I, I wanted to have, you know, two kids by an hour. I want to be done having kids. Well, fuck. No wonder your life seems so short. No wonder well, you're in a constant scramble to get all these things done and to do all these things and to put all of these labels or like these terms of how long this thing or that thing should last. When like in reality, at this point, I, I'm just I'm just happy to have people in my life for in, maybe as long as they're supposed to be there. Maybe people have a hyper awareness of what their time really means to them, though. So I, I would think, say, yeah, I would I say hyper awareness would yeah, be very I appropriate. I don't think it's hyper like it's not that short. You're wrong. Like, no, maybe they just really understand. Hey. I only have so much time and I really want to get stuff done. Yeah. Which I can totally empathize with, right? I am 32. Yeah. And I am sitting here going, oh my goodness, my parents started having kids at this age. I'm nowhere near that. They started or they were done? Started. Okay. That's pretty cool. That's, yeah. that's, that's, I would consider that later, like comparatively, like my parents were uh, t- 21. No, 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 22. I really love the fact that I'm 32 and I feel great. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, I've man. I've seen a lot of people. But you, you look better than most, like, 30-year-olds, 32-year-olds. I feel like I'm 25. Yeah. I feel like I still fall sometimes, goofing around, and, like, mm-hmm. boom, bounce right back up. Right. Right? There's rare moments where I fall so hard, I'm like, nope, I'm staying here for a minute. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. And I definitely don't do that around my dog anymore, either. Oh, I do that now. Why? Why don't you do it around your... I just realized what you just said. Why, don't <laughs> yeah. you, why do you not do it around your dog anymore? I have two dogs. They're both sweethearts. Uh, I was I was goofing off with them one day, and uh, one time I I slipped and I fell and I landed hard. It was a flat pancake, kind of smacked to the floor. Right. And uh, pancake, not a waffle. No, it was no waffle, and that was a full on no. French toast. Nope. Ah. Flat smacked right to the floor. What do you like better? Pancakes. Really. French toast and waffles. Wow. At least you put French toast second, not third. I probably would have cut the cut the podcast right here if you would have I said. I don't blame you. Pancakes yeah. and French toast. I mean, I'll take French toast more sometimes. Yeah. They, they vary. That's fair. Yeah, I go back and forth. It's a toss-up between pancakes and waffles. Yeah. Waffles are just too hard on my palate. They're just yeah. always too hard. They're always overcooked. Oh, I meant, yeah, I meant pancakes and French toast, not pancakes and waffles. Anyways, I was running around. I fell smack dab, and I did not get up. My employee <laughs> watched me fall. He just looks at me and goes, damn. Yeah. And uh, my little black dog, Remington, she runs up to Dude, me. Dude, she's the best. She's she so is funny. The best. She is the best. She runs up to me, sniffs, checks for signs of life. <laughs> and when realizes that I'm still with a heartbeat, there's still pulse and breath in this body. She humped you, didn't she? She went to town on me. Dude, I she just, love she it. She mounted me. Remington, man. And she... I was in so much pain at that point because I felt, I felt hard. Yeah. That I, I didn't have the energy to like smack. I was like, no. I was like, Remington, no. <laughs> Why? What have I done? I'm your father. Dude, Remington, a, man, she's such a dom. I Good love Winchester, her. though. Winchester runs up to you and goes, no, Dad, are you okay? Yeah. Are you fine, Dad? Sister's doing terrible things to you. And I'm like, get her off of me. Right, right. And, and finally, I got the, the strength to push her off. I'm like, what is wrong with you? She looks at me like betrayed. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah, Remington, man. Good for her. Good for her. Anyways, back to what we were saying. So, yeah. 
I think people lack a lot of empathy. Okay. That's a big problem. Yeah. That's where we get Karens. But here's the crazy ones. I think the ones that lack that empathy, don't understand what they're doing, uh, and then they go out into the world and they act a fool. Where are you going? <laughs> going to put that phone somewhere else, man. What? Going to put that phone somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. We were all, we are actually on the topic of life being short. And life is so doing short. Doing those things. Yeah. Okay. So if we want to let's touch base, let's touch base back there so we can be a little more congruent here. So sorry. Then go back to Karen's existential crisis about life. Uh, as far as life being short, life is short. You get about seventy-five summers. Don't waste them. Spend them at the pool, at the beach. Have fun. Do the things you want to do. Don't spend your life only doing the boring things. Go have some fun. Yeah. But. I recommend you live a life of fulfillment and you use most of your life to bring value to others. It hmm. makes your life longer and that fulfills a legacy. Yeah, fuck a legacy, honestly, man. That's where you and I differ. I love that, like, we agree on so many things, but, man, we differ hard. Like, when, I, we, like, when we don't agree, we, like, are polar I opposite. I bet you disagree. I can convince you. Well, I have an idea of what you think. No, we disagree on... on you don't care about a legacy. I, I, I would not prioritize the well, idea of building up things to leave a legacy you're we leave a legacy during the time like during the life that i have because maybe we differ on this because of religion like i think this is the only life we get and you believe that there's no, life after i'm not even going there no no okay all right I'm we listening. leave a legacy whether we like it or not hmm. the question is what is yours and i would argue that if you devote your life to providing more value than you receive to people the legacy you leave is how you made people feel, and that typically is good or valued. Hmm. And so you're leaving one whether you like it or not. It's just what legacy do you leave? Were you selfish, right. cold, calculating, or are you the person that you could count on, gave help, yeah. assisted those in need? I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's cool. I I, I was thinking like convinced. You know, legacy. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's fair. I see what you're saying there. I, I think... Um, you don't have to build a monument to you to have a legacy. Yeah, that's that's more of the idea. I, I know what you were going at. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, after you are dead tomorrow, from falling on a bike, having some crazy accident, I'm like, you know what? That Devin guy was a good guy. Yeah. Or you know what? That Devin Actually, guy was speaking of, man, dude, I, I took a ride up in uh, Prescott. It's Prescott. Some people say pre-Scott. They're actually, I went on a ride up in uh, Prescott with my buddy Mike, and uh, there actually was a, a monument or like a memorial for a guy that uh, he, he did. He, he fell over dead right there at the top of that trail, man. Dude just rode all the time and always brought for uh, like hydration. <laughs> he brought a, a tall Michelob, just a fucking pounder of Michelob. Always brought one and drank it in that spot. And, uh, and he and he, he pedaled to the top of that hill. Uh, this is a story from from Mike. Pedaled the top of that hill, and fell over dead right there. And now there's like a little sign that said the end of I think his name is Dave. End of Dave's ride. And there's a beer can there waiting for me. It's a full beer. Pretty cool. That's how I want to go. I want to go ride my mountain bike. We're having sex. Something cool. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be like. Let me, speaking let me, of life, let me pause I don't want to end it. One. Okay. I've come close to dying that way. I remember you telling this yeah, story. And, uh, <laughs> let me tell you right now. It's terrifying for both of you. <laughs> no, I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. Like, if you have any care for that woman, 
I don't think you want to dramatize her in yeah. that fashion. No, no, I don't think so. Because I've thought about it. I thought that's hilarious to say until you realize she has to live with the he died inside of me. Oh god. Yes. Oh. Yes, and then the and then they're literally called in the death throes. As the mm. body starts to convulse in death. Yes. Damn, the death throes? Yes. And so this person I've yeah, this woman can that. actively oh pro- prominently say it was so good I killed him. Hmm. But what her thoughts are most likely going to be, which therapist will accept me because I can't have sex again? Right. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. I thought it was hilarious until it nearly happened to me. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, maybe that would be bad. Maybe I don't want to traumatize somebody. You're just traumatizing a soul that has to continue on after you. Right. Hopefully, like, it would be, you know, yeah, there's just no way to make that okay, is there? No. And I want to make it okay, but there isn't a way, man. Well, what if we, like, both died? What if we just both came? We just both nodded, and then we we both die? So what you're saying is, is realistically... The building collapsed because you were doing it during an earthquake, most likely. Maybe, maybe. Yes. Remember that movie? What's it called? The Notebook. Don't they die together? Don't I they have die no together one. in I've the not hospital? Seen the notebook. I've been told to watch it numerous you times. Uncultured swine. I know. <laughs> Dude, I honestly, thought I have not watched the latest romantic movie with Ryan Gosling, but yes. Uh, God, I honestly, rom uh, romantic movies are like just tearjerker movies like that kind of my favorite there's another one i've got one. Uh, there's two there uh, the notebook whatever that honestly i wasn't impressed it's gonna hurt a lot of people's feelings but um stuck in love and the fault in our stars <sighs> god amazing. i know amazing nothing about those movies you should watch but i have both. one okay just one okay safe haven Safe Haven. I feel like I remember that name. I, Nicholas I Sparks book. Mm. It's got Josh Duhamel. And um, might be one of my favorite actresses. Uh, I'm forgetting her name right now. Yes, I, I don't know actresses or actors enough. Oh, God. I'm just like in love with her. It's, not, it's irrelevant. It's, uh, uh, you're in love with everybody, man. I am not in love with anyone. You were in love oh with a lot God, of celebrities. No. Um She's just pretty, and I think her personality in the movies, her character, she's she plays are pretty. Good. She's just so pretty. I can't do it. It's all it takes. I think I'm like a seven-year-old. <sighs> yeah. Infatuated? No. Just kind of confused when you meet a pretty woman for the first time. Oh. I don't know what to do. Yeah? You, really, you freeze up? You get, like, shy, nervous? Yeah. I'm too dead inside for that at this point. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. For sure. When you realize that every attractive person is annoying to some extent, you're just like, it's nice to meet you. No matter how attractive you are, yeah. you're still annoying to some extent. You're still human. But back to yeah, uh, beautiful women. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm just no longer impressed by by women's looks so much. Like yes, you can appreciate a beautiful woman, but it's not one of those things. Where, I hi hi pretty god. No, it's. I still how do, are I, you going to ruin my life? Oh god. <laughs> Sometimes I still do that. It, it depends. Um, well, the yeah. better question is, how am I going to ruin yours? Oh, gosh. Wow. We need to have a podcast uh, therapy session for Fareed. This is therapy. It is kind of nice. Honestly, I like talking about stuff out loud. Because I, I feel like you know, like earlier in the episode, we were talking about being in your own bubble. Sometimes it's nice to not be. Even though like my bubble lately has been like super positive, healing, things like that. It, it's, it's still nice to be outside of it. It's still nice to have that human connection. My man. Mm-hmm. I live up here. It's yeah. fantastic. Is it? It's great. Is it? It's so good in here. I feel like up there is like 
parking at the end of the Walmart parking lot sometimes in the middle of summer and you have to walk to the front door and then when you get to the front door you realize it's locked you have to walk to the other one and now maybe that's your brain my god man my brain is more like entering um the most incredible theme park with a wonderland and uh what is it a wonder have you seen like area, what kind of theme park area? though? Are we talking like Kennywood in Pittsburgh? PA? No, we're talking like or are we talking like oh Disneyland? Yeah, or Forget Universal or Studios. Hershey and then Park? we have Area 15, all in one place. Area 15. Uh, it's this place in Las Vegas. Mm. It's not supposed. To, it's supposed to be the opposite of Area 51. Uh-oh. So Area 15. That's a good one. Nice. It's very cool. Nice. And just it's just wonder in here. It's mm. constantly there's things moving. There's gears turning. It's exciting. Sometimes the cogs get caught up on something. I have to send the repairman to go fix it. It's awesome in here, man. I'm never bored. Hmm. Never <laughs> bored up here. I can relate to that one. Never yes. bored. Nope. This brain is... And, but it's all run by one hamster. Wow. That's the only issue. Like he's be like the Incredible Hulk hamster, huh? No, he's a regular hamster. He's doing what he can. <laughs> he's doing what he can. His name is Harold. Yeah. And you know what, man? Harold really tried. You look like you would have an alter ego named Harold. Honestly, that fits so well. No, it's just the shirt. I don't like the name Harold, but the hamster's great. <laughs> it's just the shirt? Are you sure? It's just the shirt, man. I think it's yeah, it's Harold a lot of things. The it's, the, it's the hair. It's the lack of tattoos. It's it's the shirt. It's don't just... do this to me. Her- your Harold's boring. My Harold? What yes. do you mean? My, my Harold my is alter. a hamster, and he's fine. You would name a hamster Harold. People named Harold. I haven't had a good experience with one yet, but the hamsters are mm. fine. I don't have many Heralds. One. I've had one Herald in my life, and I was glad to see him go. He Not was bad, a huh? terrible mechanic. Ah. And yeah, he, he really tried to sell it on me that he was a mechanic. And he would sit there like he was on crack every single day working on this vehicle. Yeah. I gave him one job, man. He would feverishly work on this car. And how do I explain it? It's like watching a monkey... Uh, think like he's fixing something just like moving all these things around but like nothing's getting done yeah and if anything he's just making things worse he sat there and made tools for tasks that were not relevant to the vehicle oh my god oh no this will get this i can get the timing done it's like dude harold what have you done I, I i did a lot of stuff you were basically just doing this all day right yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know if you holding the mic's a good thing i i don't know if that's good or not I told you that I, I was told that I have mild autism. It's believable. Ouch, but okay. <laughs> it took real doctors to figure that out, but okay. And <laughs> weeks of testing, but whatever. You're looking at me like, I met you twice, autism. Well, I met you the first 30 seconds. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I, where on the spectrum? Not positive yet, but he's on there. He's there. He's there. He's coloring. Yeah. Not between the lines here, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, I am on the spectrum. And uh, I've also had bouts where uh, I was, they tried to diagnose me with narcolepsy. Oh. That was a fun one. So check this out, right? All right. So the doctor's like, you have narcolepsy. Take these pills. Uh, so how did he become, like, how did they come I to I was like, hey, man. Conclusion. Like, how did they come to that I conclusion? get lectured at, and I fall asleep. Right. And it's like an uncontrollable sleep. It's like, nope, I've got to shut off for a minute. However, it only happens... <clears throat> momentarily it's interesting if someone okay. lecture me lectures me my brain goes no we have to shut off now it's it's time to sh- 
like the the Windows music, all of it, yeah. right? Very so nice. they gave me medication right. for narcolepsy, and the side effects I've seen are pretty cool too. Yeah. So if you do not have any form of hyperactive mind, it does nothing. There's no effect on you. Hmm. You take it and you're like, this is the worst roller coaster ever. Nothing's happening. The bro, right? It's broken. Yeah. Nothing's occurring. However, if your mind is being run by a hamster named Harold, right, and it is bouncing everywhere, the amount of clarity and focus that you get is mm. unparalleled. Wow. I will tell you, I take it maybe two, three times a year now on special days. Mm. They're like my treat days. They're the days I'm like, I need I don't think that's how you're supposed to use that medication. <coughs> Probably not. There run, the run, that run that one by your pharmacist, I think. No, my doctor. I have talked to my doctor, and he's like, if it works, it works. Ah, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's okay. He graduated top 30 of his class. Class mm. of 20, but he graduated. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah. Two or three times a year, I'm like, you know what? I have to focus. I plan it the night before. Because you take it, and you know you're in for a journey. It's a journey of self-discovery and focus, and the things you get done are incredible. Yes, I am the most productive human being, but I also am cold calculating and have no human empathy. I love it. Mm. That second part's a pretty <laughs> nasty side effect. <laughs> you call it a side effect. I call it our next portion of evolution. Robots. Mm. Damn. Would you do that? Would you like have your brain transferred into an immortal body? 100%. Would you? Yes. Oh, God. I think, if, the, I think there the was cool a thing about life and like what makes it so awesome and like makes everything so much sweeter is that we're going to die. Nope. That's silly. It's not. The only thing we know how to do is live. We don't right. know how to die. Well, sure and we don't for you to, to sit there and say, oh, yeah, dying is great. It's great to have an expiration I'd date. It was Seems... great. Yeah, I, I think it's it makes life sweeter. I didn't think it was, it was great. No, the dying that, is awesome. The, the things that make life sweet are being able to help other people smiling having good days, having bad days, knowing you have an impact on other people's lives, mm. that's what makes life sweet. The fact that it ends does not make it sweeter. It just gives it an I, I think it gives day. you a different perspective. That's I, a fact. I that's think, not debatable. I think it's a terrible way of getting, gaining perspective. If you have to have an expiration... How, so how is that different from when you said that life is short? Well, you, you I'm saying said, take advantage of it. I'm saying yeah. make every moment count. Yeah. Yes. But if we didn't have an expiration date, I would still say you should focus on helping people. Because then you have a long life of doing nothing valuable. Well, you long life, you're calling it a long life. You're talking about immortality. There's no such thing as a long life. Well, it's all long. You're just immortal. Yeah. I'm just saying. Hmm. And, I, and to be fair, I couldn't argue for a point of immortality because I couldn't understand that that concept. Right. But assuming a long life, right, I would say still focus on being an awesome human being to those around you. Right. Bring value, love others, and just be good. Be good. How hard is that? Be good to other people. It's tough. Yes. It's tough for a lot. Why? I just we're just human, man. You know, we're we're flawed. We have a hard time. You know. I think the concept of saying, "Hey, I've had a rough time." Yeah. I understand what that's like. Let me make sure someone else's life is not that hard should not be a concept that's not universal. It should be a terribly universal concept. Fair enough. Yeah. And if that's not universal, then I think you're one of those sheltered people that need to really dig deep 
him come out of your shell. Yeah. And that's where Karens are born, ladies and gentlemen. Damn, you tied that in real nice. Good on you. I think it's because you held the mic this time. Noodles. I got like three of them up there. Yeah. Smooth brain? Or wet brain? spaghetti noodles. No, there's no smooth brain up there. There's three spaghetti noodles. They're just tangled up. That's wrinkles. That means <coughs> there's wrinkles. There's folds in there. Yep, there's folds. Nice. Sick. Yeah. Spaghetti sounds nice as fuck. You hungry? Yeah. Oh, you are hungry. I'm so sorry. Dude, we're not even getting into that. This podcast will go way over time. We're, we're at an hour. We're at perfect time right now. You can edit it out. We cannot. The Red Lobster about screwed red lobster. him today. Fuck Tremendously. Red Lobster, dude. Are I had a serious? lovely dinner. He no, you screwed. didn't. You didn't. You had a frozen. You had. They took frozen shrimp that were made in a few different ways and they deep fried them and then they brought them out to you. Loved it. I paid them. $20. Yeah, I did too. For one, who the, for one piece of fish. For one piece of fish. You overpaid for fish. Fries. But I'm going to tell you right now if Lady Yonsei says. If he F's me good, I'm going to take his ass to Red Lobster. We respect the Red Lobster. No, absolutely not. Red Lobster can get fucked for all all of eternity. I got one piece since when, and like, again, I understand if it's like this gigantic piece of fish, but it's like an average piece of fish you would see in fish and chips. I got one. In what world does that make sense to give that was one offensive. piece of fish and fish and chips? I uh, I will sit with you on that one. That was offensive. One. And, I and like, honestly, you. not that big of a serving of fries. I took a picture of it. I'm going to post it right here in my hand. I'm going to put it right there. But, yeah, so I'm pissed. He's furious. I had unlimited shrimp. I had a great time. And there's shrimp Alfredo. So buttery. So cheesy. So good. <laughs> I love it. I've had enough of this podcast today. This one has just gone so left field, but it was funny. It may not be a very good podcast, but for every good one we have, every 10 good ones, we're going to have one or two shit ones. I don't think it's shit. I think it's just definitely, uh, you know. How about you guys tell us what you want us to talk about next? That's fair. Put your comments below. Yeah. Give us a like, a follow, all that good stuff. We'll make content whether you watch it or not. Yeah. Because we're bored sometimes. Oh, it's not from boredom, I don't think. No, it's I, not. We're, nah. we're tremendous. I see, yeah, I just want to try it out, man. I think, I think having a podcast My sick. audio. You're making noise, sir. My audio. Yeah. Put the can down. Put put the can down. Thank you, sir. <laughs> the audio mixer is going to be furious at you. That's him. He's the audio mixer. Yeah, I'm going to be pissed at me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be really mad. Like, follow, subscribe. Freaking cans. What are you... This feels like artwork. Oh my goodness. I'm so Goodbye. Tired. <laughs>